0: Hello, thank you for joining me today for Give Him Fifteen. I really appreciate it. And the title of our post today is Watchman Prayer in Action. Our friends and leaders, Hal and, prayer leaders that is, Hal and Cheryl Sachs in Arizona, sent me the following information affirming our concerns over America's dams. And they said, The consequences of a terrorist attack on a United States dam could be catastrophic, even the small earthen dams. Multiple attacks on two or three of these structures could create mass casualties on a scale greater than September 11, 2001. The potential devastation, loss, and associated chaos make dams and waterways a prime target for terrorism. Take, for example, the Hoover Dam, the largest dam in the U.S. in terms of water capacity, which holds back 8.95 cubic miles of water at a time, a truly astonishing amount of weight. Hoover Dam is located on Lake Mead, the largest reservoir in the U.S. when measured by water capacity. In the event of a terrorist attack, they say, roughly 25 million people in Arizona, Nevada, California, and parts of Mexico would be without water for drinking, plumbing, irrigation. At least 1.3 million people in those states would be left to find alternative electricity supplies. The agriculture community would come to a screeching halt there would be fatalities resulting from flooding and a loss of clean water. A few million people, that is million people, could be forced to move to other cities or states. I, speaking now for myself, have, I have received several communications from prophetic leaders around the country stating that God has been talking to them About praying for America's water supply, waterways, dams, and though I did not mention it in Monday's post, ports. As we launch this week into praying for protection over these water supplies and facilities, I want to encourage you with a testimony from the incredible book, Inspired Stories. Fifty Years, Fifty Years of Answered Prayer, Volume One, recently released by Intercessors for America. Written, by the way, by John Beckett, co-founder and board member, and Dave Cabal, president and CEO of Intercessors for America. Great, great, great book. This book containing twenty-eight powerful testimonies of answers to prayer is so, so encouraging. Here is one of those testimonies, chapter four, regarding terrorism. In the years and months, now this is quoting from the book, in the years and months leading to July 4th, 1976, Americans were planning a joyous celebration of the nation's bicentennial. At the same time, terrorist groups were planning to exploit the opportunity for purposes of their own. These terrorists were well-organized, well-armed, and their intentions were clear, to bomb, to burn, to destroy, and above all, to disrupt the July 4th Bicentennial celebrations. The Democratic Convention in New York City and the Olympic Games in Montreal, Canada. Dr. William Kintner, the University of Pennsylvania political science professor testified before Congress on June 18, 1976, in hopes that making these serious terrorist threats public would deter the terrorists from acting. And Kintner told Congress, quote, There's reason to be concerned that the terrorist elements in our society will find the Bicentennial an irresistible attraction, not only because the eyes of the world will be focused on the Bicentennial festivities, but also, he said, because they regard the celebration itself with consuming hostility since it stands for everything they are opposed to, freedom he went on to say extremist groups that hate this country and what it stands for have been talking in terms of disrupting or spoiling the Bicentennial. He gave examples of radical rhetoric that implied and could thus incite the violence. Quote, turning the Bicentennial upside down. Another group said when they light the candles on the 200th birthday cake, we'll be there to blow them out. And still another talked about bringing the fireworks. And this slogan has been repeated, he said, by some of those in charge of a planned mass demonstration in Philadelphia. Radical domestic groups and communist leaders were identified as among those giving rise to the terror threat during the summer of 1976. But, IFA says, God raised up his standard and Satan's plans were stopped cold. All three events went ahead, free from any terrorist interference. Prayer was the key here. And so the warfare that did take place was all in the spiritual realm. One example was Joy Dawson's Prayer of Intercession at a conference in Pittsburgh. Now, these are my words. Joy is in heaven now. You would just have had to know this lady. Maybe one of the most anointed, powerful intercessors with probably more authority than anyone I've ever known in prayer. But one example was Joy Dawson's prayer of intercession. They say at a conference in Pittsburgh, as this leader of the Youth with a Mission ministry team began praying, thousands of joined her in taking authority over the unseen forces in the heavenlies. Here are excerpts from that powerful prayer. She said, clothed in the armor of God now, and knowing joy, I know, she took them through a prayer and some actions where they did literally that, made sure they had it all in place. Clothed in the armor of God now, we come to address Satan, principalities, and demon powers. We come to tell you, God, the Holy Ghost, has disclosed your plans for riots on July 4th in Philadelphia and on into Montreal. You will not win, and we come to do aggressive warfare against you in the name of the Lord Jesus and in the power of the Holy Ghost. Tonight, I come and address the particular principalities that Satan has allotted to be loosed on July 4th the Holy Ghost has named them to me, she said. They are the principality of lawlessness, the principality of anarchy, and the principality of rebellion. And I tell you right now, you will not do anything to discredit the work of the living God. I bind you right now. I resist you right now. I command you three principalities in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus to cease all plans right now. I command confusion in the committees of hell tonight through Jesus Christ. You will not work, you will not thwart the will of God because it is written in the word of God, I will work, says the living God. And now, she continued, and, and we now say to you, O God, as we take our place, having turned from the powers of darkness. We say thanks be unto God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, for we are more than conquerors through him who washed us in his own precious blood. We praise you now in faith. King God, we worship you and praise you tonight for the sheer privilege of being on the winning side. We worship you because you're the mighty conquering king, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the wonderful Lord Jesus Christ. And we tell you tonight that it is a privilege to obey you. We will say yes, sir, to anything you ask us to do. We thank you that your truth is marching on because you are marching on. Hallelujah. End of her prayer. Incredible. Well, let's pray. Father, we thank you for the watchmen that you have raised up in our nation. Those assigned to be sentries and guards and can sound the alarm when prayer is needed for a given situation. We Thank you for the prophetic anointing which brings discernment regarding the future, alerting us to the strategies of Satan and his kingdom. You told us to be alert and pray at all kairos times, times of strategic, well-timed attacks from Satan's kingdom. And we do so now. Now we're going to pray quoting from the prayer and decree written for this assignment, which you can find on our website, dutchsheets.org, givehim15.com. We're taking a segment of that for the rest of the prayer and decree. These will be prayed and declared all over the nation and more. Father, you assigned us to pray for protection over America's water supply, waterways, ports, and dams. Your word tells us that unless you guard, keep, or guard a city, the efforts of watchmen are in vain. Therefore, we look to you for protection. You are our refuge, a very present help in times of trouble. When you are for us, who can be against us? You save us from our enemies, men of bloodshed who do iniquity. You are the creator and owner Of the entire world, all of its inhabitants, as well as the seas and rivers. You are the King of glory, the Lord strong and mighty in battle, and the Lord of angel armies. As a master workman, you set the boundaries for the seas and drew the tributaries of the earth, and still maintain ownership and authority over them. We ask you to contend with those who contend with us. Cause evil to bow down before the good and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. We ask that Holy Spirit would hover over the dams, water supplies, waterways, and ports of our nation, just as he did the waters of the earth in Genesis 1, 2, releasing life blessing. Arise over us, God, and cause every enemy to be scattered in Jesus' name. And our decree from that list of decrees, we decree that the powerful and majestic voice of the Lord, Psalm 29, thunders upon America's waters, blessing them with peace. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Dave and John Beckett for this incredible book. So inspiring. Thank you for giving us permission to use it, read from it once in a while. And thank you for joining me. You can get to their website through the link we provide. Get the book, I'm sure, there, or Amazon. You need to get this book. And get behind this great ministry, The Point of the Spear. I've said it many times. for Prayer for America. Intercessors for America. Get behind this group. They are the best. And get the book. Thank you for joining me. Let's do it again tomorrow. We're going to keep persevering and praying over this nation. See you then.